You are now listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on After Dinner Coffee are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University. Hello and welcome to this episode of After Dinner Coffee. This is your host, Shannon, and today I will be doing my first solo episode on something that I think is super relevant this time of year, and that's burnout. So it seems like recently everyone has seemed exhausted and unmotivated. I know I've been having trouble continuing to apply myself in everything that I want to do. So today I'm going to be addressing how to recognize, cope with, and then eventually prevent burnout. So the steps and tips that I got are a culmination of information that I got from a few different research studies and some general knowledge from the internet. So I will include all my sources on my Instagram once I post the episode. Okay, so the steps that I chose to cover are number one, recognizing. Number two, creating distance. Number three, problem-based coping. Number four, reassessing. Number five, recovery slash reapplication. And number six is active prevention. So to get into the first step, recognizing, it's really important to realize that you're experiencing burnout in order to begin the recovery process. So at some point, we probably all have felt burnout and to take it easy on yourself is really important. Pushing through burnout can just make it so much worse. And it's also important to differentiate it from depression because depression is a much more serious mental illness and it should be addressed by a medical professional. Whereas burnout, in my opinion, is something that you can definitely recover from on your own, which is why I really chose to focus on it in this episode. So to differentiate, I would classify burnout is generally less this sad or lazy feeling, and it's more of just a exhaustion and disinterest in particularly like work, school, or something that you are supposed to be focusing a lot of your attention on. If you're actively feeling disconnected from from work you are doing for school or anything like that, but you can still kind of enjoy the other parts of your life, even if you're still pretty exhausted, this is more likely to be burnout. Um, If you think you're experiencing severe depression, you should definitely reach out to a medical professional. Um, But anyways, so the next step after that is creating distance. So it's really important important that you have a detachment from work, school, or whatever is causing your burnout. So really just close the laptop, get out of this work mode, take distance from what's burning you out, whether it's work, school, projects, even sometimes relationships, and get out of this cognitive loop of constantly thinking about it as well. So I think socializing, whether it be going to dinner, calling a friend, this is a great way that I get out of this work mode and really just start to like enjoy my time so being in the moment and not hyper focusing on you know what you should be accomplishing in the moment is really important so the next step number three is problem-based coping so this entails using coping strategies that directly target the issue instead of just distracting from the issue so problem-based coping versus emotion-based coping So for example, an emotion-based coping strategy would be like doing something that immediately just makes you feel better. 
and this could be, you know, like eating, binge watching TV, going shopping. And I'm not saying that you can't do these things, but I am saying it's not going to fix the problem of burnout. So if you do want to actively like combat your burnout, you are going to have to figure out what's causing it. And I will get into that more in the next step. So step number four is reassessment. It's essential to figure out why you're burnt out. So is the work you're doing too much? Is it too boring? Are you taking on too many responsibilities at once? Or do you just lack, you know, a general purpose in what you're doing? So understanding what is causing the burnout, like really finding the source and then defining what you value and what you want to continue to place your energy on is so important for this. And this also will help you assess like which things can be lessened, what do you want to do more of or like engage more of because you know you can't you only have so much energy to spare, you can't stretch yourself too thin. Um, and work engagement is proven to actively combat burnout. And work can also be, you know, engagement with projects you're doing, engagement with anything that is considered work, not just, you know, your job. Um, But having a purpose in the work that you're doing combats this mental fatigue because you're actively engaged in what you're doing and you have this motivation and this passion to keep doing it. And I know loving your job is just not super realistic all the time but your work should still mean something beyond the paycheck. So you want to ask yourself, you know, why did you take this job in the first place? Or why are you, you know, in school in the first place for this reason? Why are you doing this project? Like for me, I'm really busy this semester with school, work, trying to make sure I visit my friends and family. Um, And then I also have some like outside projects like this podcast or a book that I'm working on. And I also need to figure out what I'm going to do when I graduate this year. So recently, I realized I'm most likely going to take a gap year. See, this is a change that can let me actively focus on the things that are important now and, you know, apply and do all of that once I am less burnt out. As well as with my podcasting. You know, I absolutely love podcasting. But doing it every single week and having a new guest every single week is something that with the amount of stuff I have right now is just not realistic. And it's not like I decided to just not do it at all. You have to really just make small changes or make changes that are going to make it more significant to you. And as a creative project, this doesn't need to fit any standards. And I'm someone who can be definitely a perfectionist. So Realizing this is so important to helping me deal with my burnout. I podcast because I enjoy it, and I hope that some of what I say is important to some people out there. But I don't need to constantly be producing in order for this to have value. So the step after this, number five, is reapplication and recovery. So once you're feeling better, reapplying yourself in a way that's interesting and you really feel engaged is important and links to the next step, which is preventing burnout from reoccurring. So it's really essential not to skip the reassessment and the reapplication, or no matter how long of a break you take, when you come back, you're still going to feel the same burnout. And so 
the next step is prevention and I just have a few suggestions and a few ways that this might look for you. So in preventing, one strategy is taking smaller daily breaks instead of one large break, such as doing social things or relaxing activities during your work or school day instead of taking you know, one long annual vacation. And during these breaks, you wanna do something that allows your brain to take a rest or your body to take a rest if you're feeling physical burnout as well. And this can be things like yoga, meditation, drawing, cooking, going for a walk. You know, this is the part where it's really gonna be individual to you and to what allows you to take a break, feel that mental break, but also feel engaged in what you're doing. I know for me, like socializing is probably the best way that I do this. Or doing things like, I like dancing, I like meditating, doing yoga, just like using my body and using my senses. And over the summer, I had a concussion. So I did not use media for more than a few minutes a day for like two weeks. And I cannot tell you how much this allowed my brain and energy to improve. And, you know, like I said, things that involve the senses can be really engaging, but also really easy on your cognition, like taking a walk and observing nature or taking a bath, dancing, listening to music, like I said. And another important tip is you want to build flexibility into your schedule because the problem and the reason why a lot of people do experience burnout is because they just have too much stuff that they have to do and those things end up building on more and more responsibilities. And so you need flexibility in your home life as well as in your work or school life in order to you know be able to adjust to when you're feeling like you need a break so just to run through the steps one more time um, the ones that i specifically chose were recognizing you know you really want to recognize that what you're feeling is burnout in order to begin helping it um, number two is creating distance so remember taking that time away from the things that are causing the burnout Number three was problem-based coping, so making sure that your coping strategy is actively going to make changes that are going to allow you to deal with the burnout and then eventually not be burnt out anymore. Um, number four was reassessing, so what do you value, what do you want to place your energy on, and how can you do that? Number five was the recovery and the reapplication. So. Once you took time to take a step back and reassess what was important to you, how can you go back to job, school, project, and reapply what you valued? So making, you know, like busy work into something more important because you realize the company you work for, you value, something like that. And then number six, which is that active prevention. You don't want burnout to just come back once you take a break from it and that's why I really want to focus on it in this episode because I think a lot of times when people are feeling burnt out they really just take a break that might be like scrolling on TikTok or watching TV or doing things that are still they're still taking up space in your mind and they still require your attention and you to think about things and they're still 
providing kind of like too much stimulus where I think things that can you know involve your senses but on a much more calm level are definitely more you know effective in helping you recover from burnout you know the bottom line is that I understand that it's it's not easy to just take a break from work or from school because these things they're such a large source of pressure for future outcomes you know you need to make money you need to get a degree you need to achieve this certain thing for this reason and I understand that but I think that everyone can afford to take a few small breaks in their day allowing their brain and body to recover you know taking a quick break to stretch going on a small walk and ultimately these can also help you feel more motivated and be more productive and actually prevent burnout from occurring in the first place and having good well-being will contribute to having more inspiration having more motivation it will end up you know getting you more engaged in what you're doing and so the bottom line is that your well-being is more important than what you produce or what you achieve and i hope that everyone is able to take a little time to themselves this week and really actively recover from burnout if that's something they're experiencing Now, I know this time of year can be hard, especially if you're in school or if you're in a new job where, you know, a bunch of responsibilities are coming right now at once. And it is so important that you understand what you value, why you're doing the things you're doing, and make sure you're taking care of your health. So anyways, that is all from me. Feel free to check out any episodes that you have not yet on my channel after dinner coffee on Spotify.